Welcome to Lorica, the podcast of Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. St. Patrick's is a parish in the Antiochian Orthodox Christian Archdiocese of North America, serving the Western Rite. Father Patrick is also the administrator of the Orthodox West. to eat to live. And that's how God made us. We can't live without eating. And yet we eat and we die because we eat the wrong thing. God told Adam and he tells us what to eat and what not to eat. The true food which sustains us is spiritual food and spiritual drink. Heavenly bread, angels' food, as we read in the scriptures, bread which comes down from heaven, which we call the bread of immortality, the bread of life. And this bread is the very flesh of Christ, which we receive in the Eucharist. Adam was taken from the dust. He was taken from the very womb of the earth. And then he ate and was nourished by the very earth from which he was taken. A child is formed from the very flesh of its own mother. And then that same little baby eats and is nourished by the very body of his mother. Likewise, you and I were born from the flesh of Christ when the blood and water flowed from his side. And now we eat and are nourished by his body and blood. Is it very strange Is it so very strange that God would give us his body to eat that we might live? When the earth feeds her son Adam and a mother feeds her child from her very own body. We've been made sons of God. We've been nourished by his divine body and blood in order that we might have divine life in us. That we might become immortal and glorious as he is immortal and glorious. We have lots of holy things among us, gifts of God, holy things that we venerate and through which we receive the grace of God and which we taste the goodness of God, but nothing compares to the very body of God which we receive in the divine sacrament. Not the sacred waters of the blessed font, not the sacred chrism, not the holy relics of the saints, not icons which we venerate, nor even living icons, the saints themselves. Nothing that he has given us which we can handle compares. Doesn't even come close. It's not even in the same category. Nothing with his very body and blood which is truly divine and worthy of our adoration. We, re- we venerate relics and icons. How much more should we adore our Lord and the Holy Sacrament. We parade about on the Sunday of Orthodoxy with our icons. You know, we have a big pep rally the first Sunday of Lent, you know, uh, relishing and celebrating the victory over the icon smashers. How much more should we delight 
and take joy in our procession on this great feast, our procession, not with an icon, but with the very body of Jesus Christ. He not only invited us to take eat, he commanded us to take eat. Not to be negligent, not to forget, not to prefer some other food which has no life in itself. He told the crowds in our gospel lesson taken from John's gospel, chapter 6, he told the crowds they must eat his flesh, but they would not eat. They turned away in disgust and unbelief. St. Paul asks, is this not the cup of blessing? Is this cup of blessing not a share in the blood of Christ? Does it not bring life to those who believe and are rightly judged? Does it not bring death and sickness to those who eat and drink unworthily? Is it not the power of God unleashed in the world? Is it not Christ in the world continually making his body everywhere present and glorious? We, the body of Christ, offer the body of Christ and then receive the body of Christ and so become the body of Christ. We become holy. We become who we are. Food for the world. Jesus told the crowd, you have no life in yourselves. You have no life in yourselves. The one who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. My flesh is true food. My blood is true drink. The one who eats my flesh and drinks my blood resides in me and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. The Father is life and the Son has and is life because he is eternally begotten of the Father. We have no life in ourselves. We only have life because we feed on the Son. The word, interestingly, that Jesus uses there in verse 56, where he says that we must feed on him or eat him, in the translation we had tonight, that we must eat him, is trogo. And it literally means to chew, to gnaw, and to munch. There was no mistake about what he was talking about here. Jesus doesn't sugarcoat his teaching so it will be more palatable for the crowd. He declares the raw and life-giving truth. He is our food. And we receive him in the holy mysteries of the divine sacrament at the heavenly altar. As we will shortly in just a few moments. Jesus' teaching here in John 6 calls to mind that great saint and disciple of St. John the Apostle, the successor of Peter and the patron of our beloved archdiocese, Ignatius of Antioch, who on his way to be devoured by lions said, I am the wheat of God, ground by the teeth of wild beasts. Certainly he was thinking of this passage in John and of Christ's teaching. The Son of God came down and took our flesh, took our flesh, 
from the Blessed Virgin. He became our father and our brother. And then he offered his very flesh for the life of the world. We now receive life in that flesh and in that blood, which is the body, soul, and divinity of the God-man in the sacrament of the Eucharist. We must eat to live. And what we eat to live is his flesh. All other food, all other food just rots and decays. Only his flesh has life. And if we are going to live, we must do as he instructs. We must take, eat. We must take, drink. This is his body and blood given for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. You have been listening to Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. This has been a production of the Orthodox West.